This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Welcome to Betting Weekly Extra Time European Edition. You're with myself, Don Roebuck. Senior handicapper Steve Wiss is alongside me. We can't get rid of Daniel Fissy Keller at the moment, who's become unbearable. I mean, unbeatable. <laughs> ah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit like Juventus uh, last decade. They had nine on the spin. Daniel, you're going for six on the spin, but I hope you're that version of Juve rather than the previous version of Juve that had. Was it one title stripped in the end? Was it two titles? I hope, I hope there's no They got two, t- two titles, two titles stripped. But yeah, hopefully I, nobody I, will strip the title. I hope well, you're not going to take any away from you. You're like, in, like no. in two years' time, we'll work out that somehow it went underhand. I hope not. Uh, welcome back, Daniele. And welcome to Will White, who's back for the first time in 2024. Uh, Will, you had your own good run in December, uh, but you've had all of January off. So winter break, training camp in Dubai. What have you been up to? Well, no rest for the wicked in in, in soccer betting. Uh, that's that's the first thing I'd say. I did manage to squeeze in a quick trip to Texas for Christmas and New Year. But uh, yeah, very happy to be back. Good day to, to everyone. And let's hope we can pick some winners out. A lot of cup football, though, Will. Is that still your remit? Are you just a league player when it comes to your bets? Or do you look at, you know, the, the Super Coppers and, and, the, and the cups around the continent? Yeah, I do enjoy betting on the cup competitions for sure. It does throw a bit of a spanner in the works when it comes to betting on back on the domestic leagues. Uh, there are more things to consider, more factors. But yeah, I'll definitely have a go on the cups. Uh, Steve, good to have Will back on the show. Big week, of course, across the continent as well in terms of the title race in both Italy and Spain. Yes. Welcome back to Will White. It's been quite some time. So uh, nice to have you here. Well, Danielli again, um, five times in a row. Well, you know what um, they say, Steve, a comedian or an artist missed the same crowd twice on his way up and on his way down. So <laughs> not sure it's nice to see you again, Will, because it all started with you five weeks ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, how, are you, how are you doing, Dan? Are you well? No one ever asks you how you're doing. No, they don't. I've just come, I've, you know, I've come accustomed to no one caring about me. So that's just the way, that's just the way it is. I'm fine. Thank you very much. We were both across, myself and Steve. The Roma game on Monday, which got us all out of a little bit of a hole. And I know that Steve's got to play in the Monday night game as well, which we will get to at the end of the show. A reminder about the challenge, uh, four plays count, including a best bet two unit play. And we've got a same game parlay as well. Plus, we will be looking ahead to the Inter-Juve uh, fixture. And of course, the Madrid derby as well. Big game previews coming away on the show this week. We're going to kick off with Steve's first pick and two unit play. Uh, We go to the Bundesliga for Wolfsburg against Hoffenheim, which is 9.30 a.m. Sunday. Wolfsburg even money. Hoffenheim plus 2.45 here. If you play the Bundesliga this season, it's been an overs league. Not so much since the turn of the year. And I'm surprised, Steve, a little bit you're going back to Hoffenheim after last week. But you are going in here with an overs play. Yeah, my uh, my two unit selection is uh, is on uh, Wolfsburg against Hoffenheim. Over 2.75 goals. It's at minus 139, so the odds are a little bit on the skinny side. But it's a two-unit pick. So if it comes in, 
Yeah, I want to make sure I get some sort of profit out of this game if there's exactly three goals. And uh, why am I going again? Because Hoffenheim, the good thing about Ho Hoffenheim is you know exactly how they're going to play. Nothing will ever change with Hoffenheim. It doesn't matter who the opponent is. They're wide open. They score a lot of goals. They concede a lot of goals. And last week's game should have gone over. It's as simple as that. There's no way that should have ended one all. Um, you know, at half time, I was counting my money. And then at full time, somehow it was a loss. But really, what happened there was Heidenheim just hung on. I mean, they're one of them teams, Heidenheim. I, I'm trying to, I think I'm going to have to avoid them now. They, they just fight like beavers, you know, a bit like, it's a bit like Luton in uh, Premier League at the minute this season. It matters so much to them. So, I think it's a good clash of styles here. If you look at Wolfsburg, uh, a lot of unders recently, five out of six games unders, but look who they've played, likes of Cohn and Mainz, who, who are terrible at scoring goals, and Heidenheim again, who are fighting really hard. Uh, they played against Bayern Munich, that ended 2-1, but they just kind of were a lot more defensive there. You know, Darmstadt, Freiburg, they're not big scorers. But finally, I think we're going to get a matchup here for Wolfsburg, where they can sort of go toe-to-toe -to -toe with someone, and uh, Hoffenheim... They've lost the last four away, but they have won quite a lot of games on the road this season as well. I don't know which way this is going to end, Dan. Um, actually, wouldn't surprise me if Hoffenheim got the win. But I like over 2.75 goals at minus 139. I think the only reason we're getting this goal line is because of the Wolfsburg sort of five out of six unders. So we're going over 2.75 goals. It's the Asian line minus 139. Steve's two-unit play. Let's get to Daniele's best bet, Frostanoni Milan, which is uh, Saturday at midday, Frostanoni plus 4.30, Milan minus 1.77, the draw plus 3.40. Milan have got overs a lot, both over 2.5 and 3.5. And, and Daniele, uh, you have played Milan overs to very good effect over the course of the last few shows, but they're not as big as they have been when it comes to those fancy lines. You've gone a little bit safer when it comes to your two-unit play. I'm going to go over 2.75 goals, minus 127, because it's a two-units pick. And I'm pretty sure this is going to be a game with at least three goals. Well, Milan have got the second-best attack in the league, 43 goals, only seven less than Inter. Scored 22 times in the last nine league games. Uh, the likes of Loftus-Cheeks, uh, of course, Giroud, Jovic, Okafor, they're all popping up with the goals. So no problems there, really, in the scoring department. But we also have to say that Milan instability at the back and the fact they're missing Kalulu, Tomori and Tio makes them very, very fragile. They also struggle a lot to control games played at slow tempo and that's why away from home they conceded 18 goals, only crept three away clean sheets. So when they take the lead, they can't quite slow the game down. They seem to be able to play only when the backs are against the wall. And now come Frosinone, only two clean sheets in the league, highest percentage of over 2.5 goals in Serie A, 68%. They scored 20 times at home at the Benito Stirpe, same goals as Milan. So they are very, very prolific. In the last game against Cagliari, they managed to turn it around. They're quick, they're young, like a Sule, Caio George, Baranecea. They're going to cause Milan some problems. But can you believe Frosinone will keep a clean sheet this season? I don't think they will. Again, and you know, both teams have got a very healthy lead on the teams that are pursuing them. Milan plus 12 on Fiorentina, Frosinone plus 5 on the drop. I think they're going to go for it. I think they're going to be goals. Over 2.75 goals, minus 127 for me. Will, in our WhatsApp group, you suggested that this one might have been one of your picks if it wasn't for Daniele getting there first. Yeah, Daniele beat me to the punch with this one. Uh, I really like the overs here. Uh, I really like overs in general in Fosanone games. Uh, so I think it's a great play. Uh, fully support it. At 
current odds, minus 127. It is the two-unit play from Daniele Frosinone. All those young players, a lot on loan, of course, from some uh, very big clubs. And they're going well on the odd occasion. They've had a bit of an upswing, as Daniele has pointed out recently. Let's get to Will's uh, best bet. First pick on the show, we go to La Liga and Real Betis against Getafe. Um, Betis here at minus 112. Getafe plus 335. The draw plus 235 here. Spain to Myers has been a little bit of an unders uh, league and definitely since the turn of the year. We are going overs again, but we're not looking at that higher Asian line, but a slightly lower one uh, will. But the odds are bigger than the two plays that we've had so far. Talk us through your bet. Yeah, I like the overs. Um, the line is over two and a quarter and the price is plus 100. So it's it's quite attractive price as well. Uh, you're right. If you'd have been backing unders so far in the Liga this season, you would be in profits. But I don't think you'd be in profit backing unders in Getafe games. We we have spoken about Getafe before and about the kind of evolution of their style of play. They're much more attack minded, particularly this season. You can see it in the data. Back in the 2021-22 season, there was average XG, total XG of 2.05 per game. In the 20, in last season, that rose to 2.26. And this season, it's risen much further to 2.6. So Getafe, I still think the market is kind of caught in this mindset that Getafe are a defensive unders team, and, and they're really not. Um, they've scored in 10 of 13 away in all comps so far this season. 17 of their 22 La Liga games have seen at least two goals. And that kind of the data is evidenced even further by the kind of weapons they have at their disposal. Like in the offseason, they brought in Mason Greenwood, controversially on loan from Manchester United. Four goals, four assists in his 14 starts. He's uh, formed a very very uh, potent du dual threat with Borja Mayoral, who's been a revelation this season. 14 goals in 20 starts. I can really see them troubling this Real Betis defence, which is probably still going to be without uh, Chadi Riyad, who was away until recently at the AFCON. Betis, they've generated 31.95 XG and conceded 30.95 XG across their 22 La Liga games this season. Those are high numbers. They're not really reflected in their goals scored and goals conceded metrics yet. All things considered, I quite like the both teams to score. Yes, at plus money, plus 102 in this game as well. But I think there's slightly more value in the over two and a quarter line. I would not want to be backing unders and hoping for one goal or less for a full return on my stake. Well, is it not, can ask playing. something? Is it not a little bit risky to go for Getafe, considering they are playing tonight against Real Madrid, so they got a game, mm. a game in hand. Anything can happen. Also, I mean, they are close to sell Unal to Bournemouth, score 14 for them. I mean, do, do you see them maybe... I mean, the method, your reasoning sounds absolutely perfect, but I mean, there are two big variables here. Yeah, it's that's actually a good point. Uh, Getafe are playing tonight. They're playing in a local derby against Real Madrid. I'm expecting them to rotate tonight, to be honest. I'm expecting, you know, uh, Unal is, was top scorer last season. Um, he's not been featuring that much this season. He was out injured for quite a long time. I think Borca Mayoral is a much more important player for them. I wouldn't be surprised if he rests tonight. Mason Greenwood could also potentially rest as well. So I think they'll prioritise this game. At the weekend against Real Betis, I think they'll see it as a better chance to pick up three points. And so hopefully we'll see a full strength and uh, firing on all cylinders, Getafe. You, you know why I think this goal line is what it is? And I'm not, I don't really follow Getafe as much as you do, Will. But this is a kind of a lesson across the whole of the world at times. It's just on reputation. Everyone sees, even in my own head, I someone mentions the word Getafe to me and I'm thinking, hell. 
boring, negative football. But it has changed this year. And I think that's where a narrative sort of um, that's been, uh, you know, quite a public one for a few years, when it's changed, you can get on top of it and you can profit from it. 100%. Yeah, 100%. I think I think betters are also quite, they suffer often from recency bias. And I think this kind of unders trend in La Liga, everybody now wants to be on unders in La Liga, including the bookmakers themselves. The lines get set low. This two and a quarter line is low for a Getafe team. And I guarantee you, if you backed Getafe over two and a quarter in every game this season, you'd be in profit. So yeah, I totally agree. Even money, uh, two and a quarter goal line on the Asian uh, handicap line for Real Betis against Hetafe. We have got two huge games uh, this weekend across the continent, one in Italy and one in Spain. And we'll get the views of the boys on the two games next Sunday, 2.45 Eastern. Um, as San Siro, it's an Inter against Juventus is the first we're going to look at here. And it does include Daniele's second pick for the challenge as well. Inter a minus 122, Juve a plus 260, the draw plus 350 here. Daniele, just before we get your play, is this a title decider? Is it one that, that only Juve had, have to win? Inter a minus 400 here, Juventus plus 275, just in, in terms of the title race. What's your view on that? The opposite, Dan, I think is a match ball for Inter. This is a game that Inter must win to make sure that Juventus is pushed away. And when it comes to the Champions League, Inter have got enough lead so they can rotate and rest players. Juventus are exactly where they wanted to be at the beginning of the season. In touching distance, they're slightly more rested. They invested a little bit of money now on the January transfer market. If they get a result from the San Siro, their confidence is going to be boosted. Inter needs to avoid making the mistake take the lead in the reverse fixture when they had the ball a lot but didn't threaten Juventus. Be interesting to see how the market moves depending on the results when it comes to the prices for this Scudetto. As regards your play, Daniele, your second pick for the challenge, talk us through it. Both team to score, plus uh, 102, and that goes maybe against the logic and against the number, because if you look at the standings, you say, well, these are the two teams with the best defence in Serie A, for 10 goals conceded by Inter, 13 by Juventus, and also two of the teams that kept the most clean sheets so far. But given the importance of the game and given the form of some of the players that will play in this game, Blaovic, six goals in the last four, Lautaro, two goals in two, we know he's a streaky striker and he's using with confidence, as well as Ildi from Juve, the returns of Rabiot, Chiesa for Juventus and Cialanoglu and Barella from suspension so everything suggests it's going to be a much more open and less cagey affair than what we saw in November but also there are the underlying expected goal metrics both have overperformed defensively, in particular Inter should have conceded eight more goals, so they got the fourth expected goal against positive difference and I know this might sound very very boring I'm going to simplify it for you, Verona and Fiorentina missed two penalty apiece, a penalty apiece in the last three games. Inter would have lost four points. They were lucky to win in Florence. They didn't deserve to win, but yet they get a great result. I think Inter are going to start on the front foot. They score more than half of the goals at San Siro in the first 45 minutes, but do not underestimate Juventus' character, resilience, the ability to resist under siege. And also, Juve were the only team that took the lead against Inter this season in Serie A. I think we're going to see goals here, both to score plus one out. Will, what's your thoughts on uh, the big game uh, in Italy this weekend? Inter against Juve. The money line prices look right. Is there any angle in here? A little bit skinny, but I like Inter to get the win. 
Uh, I think they're by far the best team in Serie A. Um, the underlying metrics do suggest that. And I think a key factor here is is that two of the key Juve players in Rabiot and Chiesa are both coming off injuries. Rabiot's not sure to, 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 to even make the game. I think Chiesa will probably start on the bench. Yeah. But if they do end up starting, they're two key pieces and I don't think they're going to be at 100%. I think Inter are the better team. Uh, so I see an Inter win. Inter minus 122, about right. But potentially, mm. if you're looking for a bet on the money line. Um, Steve, what's your take on Inter-Juve this weekend? I think it's a really tough game. I, I had a good look here at every angle. I even looked at cards and things like that. And, and for me, it'd be, it would be no bet, actually. So I think sometimes, actually, we've got to be careful when, when there's a big fixture anywhere, really. Uh, we all feel like maybe more inclined to get involved. Um, but sometimes the thing is, I remember that an, an old, a horse racing friend of mine, punter, Beto, um, you know, he's like, would you rather have a winner of the Cheltenham Gold Cup or of a Class D Pontefract? And um, end of the day, it's the same outcome, right, isn't it? So... If you don't really like betting on something, then sometimes it's not a bad thing to be no betting. I was drawn to the under 2.25 goal line because it is Juventus, but I think you've got to respect what Danielli is saying here. He's the Italian expert. He knows these teams better. He knows the league dynamics better. So let's wait and see. I was actually thinking a draw was a good result for Inter here because they've got a game in hand, but he makes a very good point that maybe they could lose momentum. So it's not you, I, you, you need to you need to be able to give a, a sucker punch when you when mm. you can and this is the opportunity for Inter they're in good form they come in the back of good results they play at home when they only lost one game this season they, they, they need to win it really the pressure is on Inter that is the game in Italy in Spain we've got the Madrid derby for you 3 p.m on Sunday Eastern time Real Madrid minus 143. Atletico Madrid plus 340, draw plus 325 here. Seven points between them when it comes to the standings. Will, this is not as tight as into Juve, but for Atleti, they've still got maybe an outside chance of winning La Liga. They're 28 to 1 for the title. No one really expects them from here on in. Um, but if they've got their own designs on it, it's must win for them, isn't it? I mean, Real Madrid are minus 625, and I presume that most betters are going to think that's pretty much done and dusted in Real's favour. How do you see the title race? In terms of the title race, yeah, I think I think Real Madrid are very, very strong favourites. Um, you know, we've spoken about on the show how we expect Girona to kind of tail off towards the end of the season, and we're looking for opportunities to to oppose them. Um, in terms of the title race, yeah, you've got to, you've got to side with Real Madrid. Um, Atleti rotated last night in the Liga game heavily, so they'll be uh, firing on all cylinders and champing at the bit for this game, as to be expected. But I do quite like a bet in this game, to be honest, Dan. Come on, then. It's uh, Real Madrid's short price favourites. Atleti are the outsiders of the three options. Uh, what is not an official play, but for those looking for an interest in the Madrid derby, all yours. It's it's the over 2.75. I really can't get away from it. It's, we've spoken a lot about Simeone becoming much more attacking since World Cup last season. And if you just look at the previous fixtures between these two this season, 3-1 Atleti win at the Wanda Metropolitano in La Liga, followed by a 5-3 Real win after extra time in the Supercoppa. And then recently a 4-2 Atleti win after extra time in Copa del Rey. So it's it's kind of hard to make a case for under three, let alone uh, under 2.75. So yeah, I really like the overs here. It's, it's quite short. I think it's minus 129 last time I looked, but uh, I wouldn't put any better off uh, having a go at that. 
We like overs, certainly been plenty of goals in the games between the two so far this season in the various different competitions. Steve, any betting angle for you? Or is it another no bet? You're not allowed two no bets on the spin, by the way, but go on. <laughs> this is where I am looking at the cards, Dan. <laughs> for the prop markets and the cards, over 5.5 at minus 127 with Bet Rivers, I would be strongly looking at that. The, the last meeting, there was 12 cards and a 13th if you want to uh, clout uh, Simeone as one of those. Um, look, <laughs> This fixture has a history of red cards, a lot of cards, and occasionally you'll get a fixture where it just kind of is a bit tame. But I, this isn't going to be a tame game, is it? We're at the stage of a season where there's a lot on the line for both sides. There's going to be committed players. Um, there's no actual individual player markets yet for cards, um, but I might give some opinions towards the closest to the weekend on there. But this this might be a game that doesn't finish 11 versus 11, Dan. So over 5.5 cards would be what I'd be looking at here. Yeah, we'll have um, more prices on the Bet Rivers app and on the Bet Rivers website after Real Madrid have played. Of course, in midweek, we are recording uh, Thursday lunchtime uh, in the UK. Uh, Daniele, have you cashed your net for Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid? Have you had a look at this one? Anything that stands out for you? Definitely over 2.5 goals. I know Real Madrid is the best defence in La Liga, but no clean sheet in the last six. Atletico looks, likes to play a lot from the back, but they take some risks. So I think Real Madrid will exploit them. But look at Atletico away from this season. Already lost five away games, more than in, than the all last season when they lost four. And they always conceded in the three away games in the Champions League, just one win a Feyenoord. Over 2.5 goals and Real Madrid win, I think you'll get plus money for this. So we're looking at goals and potentially cards as well in the Madrid derby. Well, the hot dogs uh, this season, very much in profit. It is the shining light of the show. Uh, Danielli has been cashing pretty much every single week. It's been the mainstay why he's been winning in the challenges more often than not. <laughs> we've, got, we've got three. We've got three for you this week. Uh, we're going to kick off with Steve's play. This is 9.30 on Saturday morning Eastern and we're at the Bundesliga. Steve's, what's your big price runner? Yeah, I'm just thinking of Danielli's hot dog. It's absolutely sizzling right now, isn't it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> the whole year it's been this section has just found a way to be still in profit, plus 11 units. So, um, yeah, I'm back in very familiar territory territory here, Dan. Um, it's a minds game, so you oh. can guess what I'm going on. Um, I was This was going to be a, a normal pick. I even nearly had this as the two-unit pick, actually, as under two and a half. But I'm going with under two Asian goals, Mainz against Werder Bremen. Um, there's not really too much else I can add here. I was really annoyed, actually. Last week, I didn't dare go for the under because Mainz had like two weeks off and I was wondering, you know, maybe they could have worked on something different. But no, it's same old Mainz. They lost 1-0 against Frankfurt. They're not offering, they cannot score goals at all. Um, they've got, you know, they've got a big XG underachievement this year. But they do now have the second worst expected goals in Bundesliga. They've only netted 14 times, which is ridiculously low. Nothing's changed. They they, they have acquired um, Nadim Amiri from Leverkusen, a player who I actually know quite a bit about because Leeds were linked with him in the summer. And we were all wanting to get this lad, but he wanted to stay in in the Bund in, in Germany. Um, out of favour at Leverkusen. He isn't a bad player on his day. A bit of technical quality, but it might take him some time to settle down. I don't think it's an instant sort of... Um, they're not going to solve their goal-scoring problems suddenly, Mainz. And they only really look like winning a game 1-0. In fact, I actually hope they get on the score sheet here because they'll just probably park the bus and try to defend it. So, I mean, Werder Bremen are the, uh, the sort of side you can always make a case for Bremen. 
um, to go over or under. I think you go with the flow with them. It depends on the opposition. If they're playing against, a, let's say, a, um, a Hoffenheim, it's probably going to go wildly over. But if they face a defensive team, they get sucked into a more cagey battle. So I think that's what will happen here. We're going to get um, two teams feel each other out. Bremen will be happy with a draw. Mainz can't score goals. So we'll go with a big value shot of under two Asian goals. So if it's two goals, exactly, we'll get a push. But I'm looking at zero or one goals here uh, for the full cash. And, I've you know, I've got a feeling Mainz might win. I think they get a 1-0 win here, Dan. They're due a result, um, get the lead, and then defend stoutly to hold on. So um, under two Asian goals for me, at plus 180. Uh, I cashed with this, I think, a few last time Will was on the show, actually. So hopefully it's a good omen. Um, what I have noticed with the boys, all of the boys' plays, uh, we sort of set the bar as plus 180 as the lowest that our handicappers can pick. But what I've noticed is that a lot of you are going quite significantly over uh, and to good effect as well. So the, the, the section's been good for us and uh, the odds are getting ever bigger, including Daniele's and Will's this week. Uh, and I'm... I'm just to let everybody know, Steve did WhatsApp me last night and did suggest that he had a twelve to one, and, and uh, but he's not put it. He's not putting the show. But I'm going to press him for that in a second. Uh, let's get let's get let's get Danielli's hot dog. Six thirty a.m. Eastern time Saturday. Obviously in Serie A. What's your big price play, Daniel? For me, it's Torino Salernitana over three goals plus two hundred and thirty-five. So it gets higher and higher every week. But you know the logic is this is a this is, this is a long shot. So if if you want to have a long shot, you know something that you, you maybe can make you win the bet or lose the bet. So it could be the decider. But I decided to go over three goals. So there is the Asian line. You might get the money back if it finishes two-one each way. Which is by the way the last four results for Salernitana have been two-one, 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 two-one. They lost all the four games and there is a constant. They gave away penalty. They make silly mistakes. They shoot themselves on the foot. Yes, the fighting spirit for Salernitana is still there. They scored in the last nine games and I think against Roma they had enough chances at least to Easily. equalize. And I think they're going to go at least to Torino and there and try the same. Now, Torino, they're in good form. Five points away from the first place. Only lost one of the last eight. They're not a high scoring side. Only seven out of 21 games have been over 2.5 goals, but they play against the second worst defense in Serie A in Salernitana. And they got a couple of injuries at the back. Buongiorno is suspended. Ricci probably might not play. So it's a slightly depleted team side for Torino. Maybe that would invite Salernitana to, lead, to be even more brave. Look, uh, this is a long shot. Over three goals, plus 235. If it finishes 2-1 for Torino, Salernitana need to go to Lourdes and you get your money back. <laughs> plus 235. Um, we go even bigger for Will's play. 12.30 Saturday. We're in Spain uh, for this one, uh, Will, talk us through your big price, a uh, big price runner. Yeah, can't resist this one at plus two forty. It's it's way too big in my mind. It's uh, Alaves versus Barcelona. Alaves at home are plus two forty on the Drono bet line or the plus zero Asian handicap. I think it's fair to say it's not a particularly happy camp at Barcelona at the moment, uh, with manager Xavi announcing he'll be leaving at the end of the season and languishing in fourth place in La Liga. They were fortunate to win Wednesday night at home to a fully rotated Osasuna team at home. Uh, Osasuna went down to 10 men after 69 minutes. Barca came away with a 1-0 win. 
Furthermore, they lost yet another attacking piece to injury in that game in Ferran Torres, who won't feature here against Alaves. So that's Ferran Torres out, Rafinha almost certainly out, João Felix out. They'll probably play youngster Fermin in that left forward position. Their injury list is quite staggering. That's at least five or six starters out now with various ailments. And on a quick turnaround, Wednesday, Saturday, traveling quite a long distance to Alaves. I think Alaves have got a real shot here at getting the win. They've uh, put together quite a solid season so far, generating a positive net XG difference across their 22 La Liga games. They actually won the XG battle away to Barca earlier in the season. They were 1-0 up, should have been 2-0 up. Probably should have won the game, ended up losing it 2-1. They were minor. They were on the plus 1.75 Asian handicap line that day. They've got a fully fit squad to choose from, and uh, I think they might have the energy here to outlast Barca at home. So all things considered, uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see Alaves get at least a draw here. And so plus 240 on the Asian handicap line seems like a mammoth price to me. Big price, plus 240. Just on Xavi, Will. Do you factor that in any way, any, you know, in terms of ratings and stuff? He's, he said he's going to he said he's going to leave. I mean, how does that affect how how you play Barcelona? Does it have any effect? Do you take notice of that? Does it does it make any sort of impression on, on ratings and odds for you? It's definitely definitely a factor in terms of how it factors into my ratings. It's very difficult to kind of mm. come up with a with a number as to how much to adjust for if you look at the Klopp situation at Liverpool I think the consensus is that that might fire Liverpool on to in on to potentially winning the league this season and more uh, with Xavi I think it could potentially have the opposite effects it just doesn't seem to be a happy cohesive camp at Barca at the moment there seems to be a negative vibe around the announcement, yes, it wasn't as much as a surprise as the club announcement, that's for sure. But uh, yeah, just I just don't get the feeling it, it's going to turn itself into a positive for Barca. Yeah, it's difficult to quantify, certainly from a betting point of view. It really yeah. is a feel, as you say, Klopp and Javi, very, very different circumstances. Uh, Steve, what was your 12 to 1 play that doesn't make the show that would have been that you know it's going to win? You don't because you've not included it. What was it? If it does, I would laugh because I was looking at buying uh, Borussia and Gladbach, uh, Borussia and Gladbach, and Gladbach. Uh, they're actually fourteen to one with Bet Rivers to win on the nose, but they're twelve to one draw no bet. So you take the draw no bet. Um, but they have a great history in this fixture of sort of upsetting Bayern, and um, you know I, I thought about it, but ultimately. You know, I think they're going to need quite a lot of luck to get over the line, but they tend to have it in this game. So I did. I honestly did. It was on the shortlist. I mean, I, a twelve to one hot dog is maybe pushing it too far. <laughs> it would have been the biggest. Of, surely, uh, Steve, dogs. If they're going to get the win, they're going to have to score like six times, though. Surely. I no, I don't think so. I think Bayern are missing way too many chances at the moment. If you look at the the numbers that they're they're putting up, Will, they're just in a phase where they're not converting their opportunities at all and I don't like that about teams some will come back and say oh they're, they're due a massive win I just feel it like they're in a phase where buying where they're just scraping over the line a little bit but they will be boosted by Leverkusen dropping points last week which also put me off a little bit and they might want to yeah they will obviously they'll take that back seriously because they've had problems against them before yeah, they've got the Leverkusen uh, game coming up as well haven't they yeah next, next, week. next weekend isn't it yeah yeah uh, I mean that's another that's another you know, intangible, isn't it? What what did Leverkusen do? And we were talking about it last week, Steve, weren't we? Thought, would you, would you even have touched Leverkusen after that news broke about Klopp? Because suddenly 
there's so much focus on Xavi Alonso, and I guess it, in hindsight, it was one to leave alone, was it, Steve? Do you think or not? Ah, no, I look, Gladback played a defensive strategy for the yeah. first time ever. Like, I've never seen them play that way, so like, you can't forecast that. And they rode their look, the XG numbers were high, but I never really felt Leverkusen were going to score. Gladback defended the best they've ever defended the, in the last calendar year, so fair play to them. Uh, we continue with picks in the Bundesliga with Steve, his second pick of the show. Bochum against Augsburg here. Bochum are favourites at plus 110, Augsburg plus 230. And we're looking at goals once more, Steve. Yeah, I'm just thinking we've hardly got a money line play at all, have we, on any teams in this show? It's goals either over or under mm. or whatever. Um, and it's over for me here, over 2.75. Just a match, I think, is going under the radar a bit. No one's really looking at it. It's a good clash of styles. I think both are quite offensive. Um, you know, your boys, Bochum, are going really well at home um, <laughs> a bit recently. Fair, they've got a great record. Told and you, Usually they? quite offensive-minded. They've got goals in them. They're still underperforming offensively, but uh, you know they've got goals in them. Um, I think one of the reasons the goal line's a little bit low is because the Japanese international, Takuma Asano, is on Asian Cup duty. Um, you know, he's one of their top scorers, so that could be a factor. But Augsburg for me are quite a good watch. You know, they generally approach most games the same way, they don't really adapt too much. Um, gave Bayern a good run for the money last week. You know, in Demirovic, they've got a player who you would ha you know, hang your hat on to score goals. Uh, it's 10 goals and half a dozen assists as well. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to go too far into, into detail here. But the numbers support it. I think the style of both teams support it. Also, I think there's not much pressure on both. They're, they're about 10 points above the drop zone. And um, I, this could be the sort of game, you know, I'm th almost thinking of one of RJ's ladder bets here. This could be one of them wild, like, three-all games in the Bundesliga throws up. Um, you know, I know it's over four and a half goals, was plus 500. I'm not saying to go that high, but um, I think this could kick off into something quite spectacular. So... Bochum Augsburg over 2.75 goals, minus 114, as long as just three goals will actually make a profit of some sort. Yeah, all of the sort of first and second picks are all overs. You're absolutely right, because we get to Will's second. Uh, Girona against Real Sociedad here. Girona plus 112, Real Sociedad plus 250. Um, <laughs> Larry Allen have been the graveyard for pretty much everyone uh, this season, Will, when we've, when we've played them on the Champions League show and, and La Liga, and I, I don't think anyone's got them right. I, I like your play because I backed them um, in this market last week. I didn't win. Um, but you've got overs again here. Go on. Has, has anyone actually won on a Real Sociedad game? <laughs> one, win. Oh, one win. RJ, RJ, I think, got a winner at some point. Probably Champions League. But we've lost like, to like 10 out of was it a prop? Was it a prop them. for RJ? I, 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 a... It's a shocking record, like yeah. genuinely. Yeah, well, we go again anyway. Um it's it's a matchup between one extremely attacking, high offensive output team in Corona and a much more defensive, as we found out to our peril, Real Sociedad. Mm -hmm. If you look at the metrics, Hirona's averaging 3.28x total XG per game, Real Sociedad 2.41. We've seen 77 goals across Hirona's 22 La Liga games so far this season, which is an average of 3.5. That's the highest in La Liga. And we're looking at a goal line of two and a half. Over two and a half is minus 103. It's an attractive price. It's going to be a case of which team will be able to impose their style more effectively on the other. And, and I'm betting it'll be Hirona here. I think it's the fact of the matter is it's almost impossible to drag Hirona into a KG defensive affair, particularly at home. The numbers show that. And subsequently, you won't. It's not often you'll see a, a, an over underline of two and a half in a Hirona game. Um, 
I just fancy them to drag Real Sociedad into a high-paced attacking contest, especially if they manage to get on the score sheet early. It could turn into the kind of 4-1 we saw at home to, to Sevilla a few weeks ago. Um, another factor that's quite interesting here is Real Sociedad's have a really, really, really important Copa del Rey semi-final first leg coming up on Tuesday. They may have one eye on that. And 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 for that reason, I also quite like Corona on the minus 0.25 Asian handicap line. I know we've previously spoken about how we'll be looking to take on Corona later in the season. Mm. And we've been hoping for the markets to kind of get a bit carried away with them. But I don't think they have so far. And, and they are quite attractive on the minus quarter Asian here. Um, one other thing I'd like to mention in regards to this game and particularly this pick is there has been strong money coming for Real Sociedad unders so far this season for good reason. There has been big money coming for Hirona overs at the same time, but I've got just an inkling of a feeling that we might see some money at some point for unders in this game. And so I'm not sure I'd necessarily advise it, but I wouldn't put betters that want to roll the dice off waiting for a bigger price on this, maybe come closer to kickoff time. We might see some plus money on this over two and a half line. And, and at that point, I think it would be a, a really great bet. Good bet enough though. A minus one Oh three shade yeah. minus money here for Will's second pick. Same game parlays really unlucky not to cop all three uh, last week. I thought, um, I thought Daniele's was good and, and we were scuppered on that one. Steve's thankfully um, managed to, to cash on Monday night. I thought James was unlucky as well uh, in France. But we've got three again for you here, and they are all in Serie A. 9 a.m. Sunday. Daniele, you are first up here. This is Napoli versus Verona, and you've got three elements to your same game parlay. To make it up to plus 215, I had to go for Napoli win. Over 1.5 goals in the game, and Varashelia over 1.5 shots on target. Now, Napoli have been scoreless in seven out of the last ten games, three wins in the last nine, so the metamorphosis from a Spalletti team to a Walter Mazzarri team is pretty much completed. They don't play a very attractive style of football, but they concede very, very little. Two clean sheets in the last three, and they kept Inter Bay even playing against 11 men, 10, 10 v 11 for over uh, 40 uh, minutes. But now they get back Baraschelia, who, by the way, was suspended last, last uh, Sunday, and they got uh, Verona's top goal scorer, yes, because they both, Gonj, who is still Verona top goal scorer, with six goals. And Verona have been the biggest sliding doors of Serie A. Uh, 12 players sold, 11 play players arrived. It will take time for them to get used to that, but they need to do it quickly if they want to avoid uh, relegation. Look, Napoli uh, have, been, uh, have been poor this season. At home, they've lost six games in all competition, but they also got the biggest negative expected goal difference. So they should have at least five points more in the table based on expected goals. They even missed 29 big chances, 10 of which with Kvarashelia, who is also seventh in Serie A for shots on target. So he obviously is not for lack of trying, is for lack of precision. But I think against this heroic, stoic Verona, I think they should be able to win. And if you look at Verona's recent records against top teams away, they lost by one goal against Roma, Inter, Fiorentina, Juve, Milan, even before they started selling everyone. So I think they're going to lose. They're going to be at least over 1.5 goals. And Gvarashelia, not necessarily score, but is, at least he's going to give it a good shot. Actually, over 1.5 shots on target, plus 250. 
plus 215, two very different strategies for the same game parlay from our challengers this week because Danny's Danielle's gone big, obviously, plus 215, hot dog territory. Um, but Will, um, and this is a fairly typical Will White sort of double, if you like, same game double, because you're looking to squeeze a little bit more value out of a certain fixture. We're going to stick with uh, Serie A, uh, and this is Saturday, Saturday 2.45 Eastern. Uh, this is Bologna Sassuolo. Will, talk us through this. Yeah, uh, the reason I've gone with this one is because I really wanted to squeeze in uh, a Bologna play and I really want to oppose Sassuolo. So we've, we've, we're have we coming in at odds at minus 107, not as big a price as Daniele's, uh, but the Bologna win and under four and a half goals comes in at minus 107. Very attractive price, in my opinion. I've said it before, I really like this Bologna team. They're quietly putting together a really cohesive, strong squad with some talented young players, the likes of Xerxi, Lewis Ferguson, Alexis Saliamakas on loan from AC Milan. And I think this is a great opportunity to get them on side at an attractive price after some patchy form. I think that's the reason why we're seeing this uh, this price. Whilst it's true they're winless in four, I think this is at least partly down to them having been missing some of their key players through injury and suspension. The likes of Xerxi, Saliamakas, Orsolini have all missed games recently, but they should all be fit to start here. They're very formidable at home. They've won seven of ten so far this season in Serie A, including wins against the likes of Atalanta, Roma, Torino and Lazio. I think it's fair to say Sassuolo are not of the same quality of those teams. They've lost seven of eight, uh, seven of eleven away in Serie A this season, and they're really struggling after the loss of their talismanic captain Domenico Baradi through injury. The Bologna win on its own comes in at minus one thirty-seven. By adding the under four and a half in the same game parlay, we get the price up to minus one hundred seven. Sassuolo's last eight games have all featured fewer than four goals, and Bologna's twenty-one games in Serie A so far this season have all seen under four and a half goals. Cop so. Bologna win under four and a half goals. Um, Daniele Berardi is a big miss, isn't he? We've talked about him an awful lot over the last couple of years. He's such a good player. Without Berardi, Sassuolo this season, five defeats and only two goals scored. Uh, the five defeats also for Sassuolo in the last six. They beat Inter, Juventus and Fiorentina. They are five points adrift from relegation. It's inexplicable. I think Bologna going to win. Monday, 2.45 Eastern. Serie A action, Roma against Cagliari. And Steve, your same game parlay featured Roma on Monday night last week. You've gone to the well again. Yeah, yeah, we had a lot of fun discussing that game on Monday night, didn't we, Dan? Uh, behind the scenes, um, do you know? I just thought, yeah, you know, I won with this pick last week. Um, over two point five goals in both teams to score. Yes, um, it's plus one fifty um, in this particular fixture now. And um, you know, I won with it last week, so I thought let's stick with a hot hand. Um, you know, what's the big takeaway from that Salernitana Roma game? Well, for me, I, I thought Roma were very, very lucky first half not to not to be losing. Um, they were outplayed, and um, you know, if Salernitana hadn't had that, I was going to use a more offensive word, but they didn't have that that Simi up front who was missing chances <laughs> left, right, and centre. He was useless in that game, wasn't he? Uh, they could have been two down, and um, you know, they, obviously Roma have got quality. In the end, they managed to find find a way through, and. I think the defence is gettable. And I just wonder if Claudio, you know, uh, if if Cagliari come here and and realise that. I, I just hope they don't come and play for a nil-nil draw, which is possible because I guess a point's good for them. 
But uh, anyone can recognise this Roma defence is, is is there for the taking right now. The new manager, it's very hard for him to in, install an, any new system yet. He just wants results. You know, they just want to get the, the win on the board. And um, I am not convinced that Roma will win any match to nil right now. So that's why I think there's some value in it. The hardest part of the bet is obviously to get Cagliari to score a goal. But hopefully they can nick one somewhere. They'll get some chances. Will they take them? You know, set pieces could be a thing for them here. So, uh, but you know me, Dan. I do like to sort of ride a hot hand. And um, I, I got some good vibes from that game. I've been watching Roma a lot since the, the manager change. And um, yeah, plus 150, I'll, I'll swing my arm again here. Both teams score, yes, and over two and a half goals. Daniele, your thoughts on this one? I mean, you mentioned Salernitana previously. And as Steve did there, I think we all thought that maybe they could have got something from the Roma game. I mean, Daniele De Rossi has come out and suggested that, look, we've got to play quicker. It's not quite working. It's not exactly what he wants from his team just yet. And maybe Cagliari can take advantage and, and nick a goal here. Well, they could. Uh, Roma, but have such a good record at home. They score in the last 25 home games and more than half of Dybala's goal with Roma have come at the Olympicos. Yeah, definitely going to come out fighting and scoring, playing with El Sharawi, Lukaku, Dybala and Pellegrini. You know, something is going to happen. With Cagliari, it is true, they got the second highest percentage of both to score in Serie A, 64% behind Frosinone. Away from home, they never got trashed, apart from that 3-0 defeat in Florence, but they're without Oristanio, Shomudorov and Luvumbo, three of their best attackers uh, we'll see it could be an old-fashioned Roma win 2-0 1-0 by the way Daniele De Rossi three games in charge including a friend in Saudi Arabia 3-2-1 wins so yeah he would have won the bet every three times yeah well that's how that is the case again when Roma take on Calgary on Monday evening now then uh, the picks look fairly similar Steve until we get uh, to the same game parlay here I mean the ones that I think are questionable and obviously the guys know an awful lot more than me, but I would, because it's Real Sociedad, I've got a slight sort of time form squiggle next to that one. And Napoli, I can't get with at all this season. I think maybe Will might nick it this week. What are your thoughts? Well, do you know what? I, I, it's hard to oppose Daniele. The form it is hard to oppose Daniele. The pick he's that fine. interests me the most, I'll tell you which pick interests me the most on this show, and that was Will's hot dog. He's going against his own team in Spain. But, and that that is... <laughs> that is a big statement because Will White is. A, we know he's a big Barcelona man. For him to actually think that's going to happen, yeah, that 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 really stuck in my head. So um, you know that that's a. You really are not high on Barca right now, are you, Will? No, I'm not. No, it pains me to say it, but uh, I've got I've got to put my wallet before my heart on this one. And um, yeah, are you confident, Daniele? You're going to win for the sixth time on the spin. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, <laughs> I think I think he will a lot. I'm more confident on the same game parlay. I think the, my hot dog is a bit of a risk, but I think it will a lot depend on the Inter Juventus game. I think I think that could probably swing it for me. Could do. It's going to be interesting to see. There's no doubt. There's some really good picks as ever. We do a good week, aren't we, uh, listeners, watchers? Because uh, we've been a little bit below over the course of uh, the last few. We are very hopeful. Um, uh, Steve, Daniele, and Will, thanks for your company. Uh, good luck to one and all. We will keep everyone updated, of course, across our Twitter feeds this weekend. That is a wrap for Betting Weekly Extra Time European Show. I'll be back with Steve next week, as will one of Daniele or Will, who will be up against American handicapper RJ back on the show and stay across all of the Bet Rivers content this weekend via at because we win from all of us for now, though. It is goodbye. Oh. See ya.